Welcome to the teaching ministry of pastors Carl and Cheryl Thomas. Our favorite verse is Habakkuk 2.14, where the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Consumed by that revelation, we are committed to recognizing, resourcing, and releasing high-impact ministries resulting in global glory, transforming lives to impact their world. We have a teaching that will impact you today. Now, let's get right into that word. Good morning again, all our impact world. We're jumping into ghost stories. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. I mean, we're going to go all the way right up to Pentecost Sunday talking about the Holy Spirit, and you need to know all about the Holy Spirit. You need to know that. But listen, we're moving. You know, some people wonder, what's going on with that? Well, we're still moving. We've got a, a, a sale on the building here, and uh, we did extend the terms for the purchaser to the 15th of May. Just they're trying to get stuff done. City Hall is not as accessible, and, and trying to get their due diligence done has been a bit more difficult. So we've extended the closing for a few weeks. So just keep praying about that for us because we're still you know looking to find a place, and it's all become a little more difficult, as you can imagine, in this circumstance and situation. But just want to let you know we are moving and don't forget imagination and articulation equals manifestation so what are you dreaming about well you know i just wanted to say real quick shout out to sharon bruder she put in the feed earlier that she she felt that the lord was saying that we're we're still moving forward oh there you go and i, I think yeah. a lot of people have re- de- defined this season we're in right now as a bit of a rest but yeah. but i love this we're we're still moving forward and that's what Absolutely. i see i see advancement i see yeah. us moving forward i see people and families going forward yeah and uh, this is this is, as difficult as it is not necessarily a setback the lord's purpose is True. still good it's, he's still moving us onward we're still moving. He's still moving. He's still working. I think that was in the first couple of days. You know, I'm saying, Lord, what's going on? And and he said, like Moses, when they got to the between a rock and a hard place and the Red Sea in front of them and seemed like an enemy pursuing them, you go, what are we doing here? The Lord said, go forward. And I think that's still the word to you. Still the word to us. Move forward. It's really hard, though. I don't know about you, but I'm getting bored and bored. And and I'm trying not to let my boredom lead to more boredom. So it's uh, you got to engage. You got to have a schedule. Do things, do things on purpose, uh, still make your plans and, and plan to use this time, you know, successfully because it's it can be a period of incredible growth. And I know it's going to be a period of incredible growth for us as a fellowship. Amen. So going to jump into the word. Are you ready? ready? Just a little bit of a recap. Who loves recaps? I see that hand. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Good, good. Uh, the amazing grace of the master. Catherine Coleman's favorite verse out of the message. It says the amazing grace of the master, Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of God, God the Father, and the intimate friendship of Holy Spirit be with you all. Be with you now and be with you forever. You know, that's the that's who we have. We got the Holy Spirit. He's our best friend. And then one of my other favorite guys, I really do. I love John, John Crowder and the way he writes. And he's a good thinker today, you know, but John said the only interaction you have ever had with God has been through the agency of Holy Spirit. And it's really true. Ephesians 2.18 says, for through him, through Jesus, you see the Godhead here, you see the Trinity, for through Jesus, we both have have access by one spirit to the Father. So there's our connection, Zach. It's by the Holy Spirit. Because of what Jesus did, now we have access to the Father through the Spirit. Amen. 
Romans 8, I love it. In the Message Bible, it says, uh, it talks about how the Holy Spirit keeps us present before God. Oh, that's good. Uh, we, get to, we get to feel the tangible closeness, if I can say it that way, to, to God good. by the ministry of the Holy Spirit. It's not something I have to work up, but I'm no. constantly present before God. He's constantly present in my life by this person, the Holy Ghost. We're going to unpack that more, that part oh, right there, because he keeps us present before God. That's really Amen. good stuff. We talked also kind of about hearing the voice of God. You got to hear him. You got to hear him. You know, the reason God gets personal with you is because he wants to interact with you and he wants to speak with you. And I mean, you look at the word of God. When the glory showed up, the voice of God accompanied the glory. He shows up because he wants to interact with you, wants to talk to you, wants to speak to you. So uh, we just quickly went, learning is innate. It's, it's innate or hearing is innate. Everybody can hear. It's in your DNA to hear from God. It's learned. It's matured. Hearing can be attacked. The enemy can try to attack your hearing. But then, oops, I went the wrong way. Oh, wrong way. Hearing is, it's a lifestyle. Eventually becomes a lifestyle where you learn every day. And I love this proverb where it says, listen for God's voice in everything. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. Everywhere you go, he's the one who will keep you on track. So good. I love how it's really natural too. Yeah. I was thinking earlier about the, uh, I don't know if this is an appropriate analogy or not, but I was thinking about iPads. You yeah. know, some of them are, are built to, to connect to, to Wi-Fi only, and some of them have the, the cellular in right. it. Yeah. And I love that. You know, it says the hearing ear and the seeing eye both come from the Lord. They come from the Lord. So he, he's made me with the ability to it's hear true. his voice. Therefore, it's really, really natural for me. Yeah. And I, and it's natural for all of us. It is for all of us. And I love that this week in groups, particularly, we had a, we finished up the groups with the question, what's Holy Spirit saying yes. to somebody encouraging encouraging somebody in your group right now? Yeah. And, th and the way that people were just able to just... Uh, you know, just almost spontaneously and very naturally without like effort and weirdness, yep. hear God speak to each yep. other. It was just beautiful. Yeah, I like that. And, and that was true in, in all of our groups. It was good to have people at the end hearing God saying things to them, mm -hmm. but then also hearing God saying things to other people in their groups. So, so we want to step into that. We're going to talk about prophecy in, in a few weeks as well and how all of us, God wishes that we are all prophets. So this isn't an exclusive thing. It's something God wants us all to operate in. So, and it's something that everybody needs encouragement. And you edify, you comfort, and you encourage the body of Christ through prophecy. You want to work on that. But, you know, I was talking to a police officer once, and he said, I said, what would be, like, everything that you possess to do your job, what's the most important thing that you have to do your job? And he said immediately, without anything, he said, my radio. He said, my radio is the most important thing I have. And I said, really? Why is that? He said, without your radio, you get no connection. You're not connected to your other officers. You're not connected to home base. You're not, not in connect. And he says, I have to be connected. That connection is vital to me. And I went, that is so good because you know what? That's us connected to him. That's that right. really should be the most vital thing that we have is that we, we, don't, have, we don't have a manual to follow. Although we do, we have a manual. We have Emmanuel. We have God with us. So there is a manual. There's the Bible. It's the Word, and it's great. But you know what? The Word of God teaches us to be hooked up to Him. Mm -hmm. Like in the Word here, it says, listen for His voice. See, that's in the manual. The manual says, get plugged in with Emmanuel, God mm -hmm. with you, in everything and everywhere. Listen to His voice. Now, I find that sometimes people hear how other people hear, and they think like, Oh, I got to try and hear like that. I mean, how do you hear from God? Uh, wow, I hear from God uh, by sometimes I just know things. Yeah. And uh, and I guess I've I've learned a little bit over experience to know when I'm knowing it and when I'm knowing it because, uh, you know, God's illuminating something to right, me. Right. So he uh, he sounds a lot like me when he talks to me. Yeah. 
Uh, his voice sounds like my thoughts. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a little bit of a process. Sometimes I'll see things. Sometimes I'll, I'll hear a voice. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm, most often it's just I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably me too, is that I, I kind of know it. And, and after a while you test that and you know it. And you, you, know, you know that was God because as you walk and you honor that and you honor his voice, you see results in your life. So you get to say, wow, that's how God speaks to me. But you know, the wise men, they, they watched the stars and a star led them and directed them. And they heard from God through a star, but it spoke their language. The, the shepherds, they would tell tales and tell fables and talk about angelic visitations. They talked about those things while they were in the field. And sure enough, boom, angels came and spoke to them. And you know what? There's so many ways that God can speak to you and minister to you. I mean, the Holy Spirit, Peter, last week, heard the Spirit said to Peter. And so the Spirit will speak to you. It's very rare that it's been audible to me, but I have had that. But you know what? I've become to know his voice. And I love one verse says that he directs me with his eye. And that's wow. interesting. You know, I remember with my eye, I could tell my children to sit down. Yep. <laughs> they saw their dad's face and went, I think he wants me to sit down. And you can do that. You can get so intimate with somebody that you can tell, you can communicate, and it's not even verbal. It's it's just that direction. It's the same mind, same heart. So, praise Jesus. Yeah, and I think it's regular, too. It's yeah. not just uh, reserved for special no. occasions when I've got a, a big decision to make. God yeah. wants to speak to me all the time. Yeah. So, I was Everything. thinking about how it says... Uh, you know, man shall not live by bread alone, but, every but by word. every word that proceeds. Proceeding word. So there's a there's yeah. a proceeding word. There's yeah. a constant flow yeah. of communication yeah. from God to us every day, and it's as regular and uh, and as necessary it actually is. as as eating. The preceding word is important. Remember, Abraham went up the mountain, and the word that he had was to sacrifice his son. While he's on the mountain, there was another voice on the mountain. Praise God. Said, Here's a ram. Get the ram. So imagine if he said, I reject that voice. I've already got the voice. Mm -hmm. And it's not that God changed his mind. There's a preceding voice of God. There's a present truth. There's a present revelation. You've got to be walking in the present preceding word of God. Can you hear his voice? That's the whole important thing. So it's a lifestyle. Everything, everywhere, we're watching, we're waiting, we're paying attention to what God's doing. So Jesus operated exclusively out of his relationship with Holy Spirit. The Spirit, it says in Luke, you look at Luke, and when he was back, baptized, it says the Spirit came upon him. They saw tangibly the Spirit came and rested upon him. And John was told, when you see that, this is the guy. This is the one. And the Spirit came upon him. But then it says the Spirit led him then immediately into the wilderness. And one way that word also means to drive. It drove him. The Spirit drove him in the wilderness. After 40 days, 40 nights in the wilderness, it says he came out empowered. He came in power out of the wilderness. And then he, he went, to, went to church, as was his custom. As was his custom, it says he went to the synagogue. He went to the synagogue on the Sabbath. And that's your custom, right? Even if we're locked down, it's my custom to be in the house of the Lord. So he found himself in the house of the Lord, and he was asked to read the scroll. He opened up the reading of that day, and he said, this is fulfilled today in your hearing. He said, today I am anointed. The anointing of the Spirit is upon me. Open blind eyes, open deaf ears. Boom. So he talked about that. So it came upon him it led him he came out empowered in that and then he walked out and he ministered under the anointing of the holy spirit wow. it's good stuff so acts good. 10 38 says peter began preaching to these guys and he said i want to tell you how god anointed jesus of nazareth not not god he anointed his son but how he anointed a man jesus of nazareth he anointed him with the holy ghost and with 
power. And then after that anointing, after being smeared with the person and presence of the Spirit of God, he went out doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Emmanuel. God was with him. Can I get an amen? Amen. We got to get some amens out there. I'm going to do that this week. Amen videos? Get that fixed. Yeah, some amen videos. Everybody send in your amen videos. Send in a little amen yeah. video. Take a little clip yourself. Amen. And we'll put a collage up and, and then I can tell, can I get an amen? And we'll pop it up. That'd be good. Don't you think that'd be good? I think that'd be good. John 14, 16, Amplified Bible. Here's what Jesus said. In the upper room, he's saying, guys, I'm going to go. He said, it's to your advantage that I go. But he said, I will ask the Father and he will give you, say give. give. He's going to give you another, 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 not another down below, allos. See, there's allos and heteros. Heteros is similar to, kind of like. But you see, Zach and I are on the exact same tables, exact same chairs. Pretty neat. But there's other chairs in front of us. They're not the same. They would be heteros chairs, but we are on allos chairs. And you see, when he said, I'm going to send the spirit to you, he's allos. He's just like me, exactly like Jesus. He's going to come another comforter. I like the Amplified that breaks down comforter into counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby. I love the word standby because that's if, if you were in a duel and somebody called you out in a duel, you got to bring a standby. And if you got to the duel and you didn't want to do it, you could let your standby do it. So you know what? Holy Ghost is your standby. So if you get stuck in a bad situation, you kind of go, can you take care of this? That's his job. That's his calling is to be your standby, to be your advocate, to stand in at any moment and any time and manifest the power from on high. I like that. I like that. So strengthen her that he may remain with you forever. So Comforter. So good. Paracletos. What's a paracletos? Somebody who comes alongside you. Yeah. Yeah, which I love. I love that he's come alongside me. He's come on the inside of me. And he's come with good intent. Yes. He's come to help me. And and I know that because he, he's Allos. He's just like Jesus. Just like Jesus. So when I want to know what the Father's like, I look to Jesus. Boom. When I want to know what the Holy Spirit's like, I can I still look to Jesus. Because yes. in him is the fullness of the Godhead. Bible. Absolutely. So it's amazing. I, I can know Holy Spirit, the spookiness, the fear, and all that can Boom. be gone. Because I know he's exactly, exactly as gracious and kind yeah. and merciful as Jesus is. Wow. Wow. So what's the Holy yeah. Spirit like? He's just like Jesus. Because he's another helper. What that means is Jesus was a living, abiding comforter with them, but now he's going to send another comforter, someone just like him. He says, I've been with you, but he's going to be in you. And isn't that great? Because if Jesus was local, if there's just one Jesus, I mean, if he was at Impact Church Toronto today, we'd be on our own. Because we'd be like, you know, 200 kilometers away going, gee, wish we had Jesus. But you know what? Isn't it great that the Holy Spirit fills each and every one of us, Amen. and we've all got that same manifestation. So it's Amen. para, come alongside, intimate, close relationship, ecletos, which means to speak on behalf of, to discharge an office, to plead for and to plead with. So I am the Holy Spirit's personal call He's got an office to perform, and that's to bring about that manifestation in my life. So John 14, 23, if a person really loves me, and I know you really love Jesus, and that, you know, you can take that if and, and scratch it out and put since. Since you really love me, we will come and we will make our home with you. We will make you our fixed abode and our dwelling place. So the, the paraclete, the, the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit, he comes and he makes you his fixed abode. He doesn't visit, doesn't drop in from time to time. Whether you know it or not, or you're paying attention or not he has moved in and he's taken up residence inside of you and you got the manifestation the godhead so pastor Zach, we got romans 8 26 27 you were talking about that earlier and we're going to unpack this verse as we kind of try to try to wrap this up all right so pay attention you ready 
All right, here we go. The Spirit also helps. Say helps. Helps. That's just a one-syllable word, helps. The Spirit helps, unless you uh, like to make it more. But it's the Spirit helps in our weaknesses. Another translation says in our infirmities, in places where we can't do anything. I like what Zach was saying where, you know, he brings us before God. He, he, he brings, he assists us. When, when we feel like we can't do it, when we feel like I, I can't get myself to the presence of God, if I'm feeling weakness or I'm feeling infirmity or I'm feeling like, you know, I'm not worthy, blah, 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 all the nonsense that the devil tries to put in our head, you know, the Holy Spirit comes along and he helps us when we feel weak. When would you feel weak? Wow, wow. I think uh, if I've just done something stupid, I would yeah. feel weak. If I feel like I've been praying for something for a long time and it hasn't been moving, it's good. That would make me feel it's weak. Uh, sometimes you just generally feel weak. Yeah. I don't know, you get up, you don't feel well. Yeah. Like, like just oh, I don't feel like praying right now, or something like that. Yeah. You know, just anything really. It could be any of those things. But, but the, I feel like the times when you feel that weakness is when the sometimes the devil comes in and he, he brings yeah, his accusation and tries to tell you, no, you can't yeah. do that. And then Holy Spirit, here he is. He just comes and lifts up your head. He yes. lifts up your countenance and yes. he just just brings brings God to you in a really tangible way that lets you know that your weakness is almost nothing in his presence. Isn't that great? So good. Like, there's so many times people feel like, I'm not worthy of God's love and affection. I mean, I, I don't think he's there. You know, when you're weak in your thinking and your mind is is attacking the revelation of who you are in God, I love that the Spirit comes with truth. Mm-hmm. The Spirit comes with a revelation of who you really are, comes a revelation of, of, of not just that, but then he positions you. And, and, and despite yourself, he's going to pick you up and he's going to speak to you. He's going to give you a clear mind on who you are and he's going to eliminate that weakness and he's going to bring you and he's going to strengthen you to stand boldly in the presence of God to hear his voice and to unpack all the good things he has for you. So it says he helps us in our weaknesses. The spirit himself the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, He who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because He makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So, when the Spirit's praying for you or when you engage the Spirit, you begin to even pray in the Spirit. Paul said, pray with your spirit and with your understanding. When you pray in the Spirit and the Spirit is interceding with you and you're partnering with the Spirit in prayer, it says that He's praying the very will of God. So, if you don't know what to pray, you can pray in the Spirit, and you know that the Spirit will always intercede according to and bring into manifestation the will of God. So there's the word helps. That's our English word helps. There's wow. the Greek word. The Greek word is sunenti lambanomai. I'll take so the Spirit sunenti lambanomais us in our infirmities. When you're weak, the Spirit sunenti lambanomai, he comes alongside of you with a sunanti lambanomai. Boom. I mean, that's a big word. It's got a lot of syllables. Ours just helps. But let's unpack that. Are you ready? Helps. Sunanti Lambanomai. To lay a hold of along with. The strive to obtain with another. Help to obtain. To take hold of with another. So it's a compound word. Sunanti and Lambano. These three words. Sunanti Lambanomai. So soon is partnership. Anti is against. To be filled with rage. Lambano is to take to oneself or remove. So real quick. Position. Soon is partnership. So he's my partner. He positions himself with me. Romans 15, 19, they were convinced by the power of miracles and signs and wonders by the power of God's spirit. So God's spirit working with Paul brought the convincing revelation that, you know, God is with him. And he says, I have fully presented the good news because the spirit and the manifestation of his presence has been with me. So there's that position of God with us, cooperating with us and putting the demand on that cooperation. Then there's passion. The anti is we're like, you know, anti-Christ against Christ. 
Christ, anti, antiperspirant. I put some of that on. Did you put some antiperspirant on? I think so. so. <laughs> <laughs> Hope so. That's social distancing. So, but, but you know, antiperspirant. So it's yeah. antiperspiring. It, it keeps you from perspiring. But the Holy Spirit is soon anti lambanomai. There's a, there's an anti, and the word anti means to be filled with rage, mm. to come against something, not just a little bit, with, but with passion. So the Holy Spirit vents an attitude of rage or violence towards our enemies. So anything that's keeping you from manifesting who you are, the Spirit's not just like, hey, you don't have to put up with that. I mean, he himself comes and goes, that's enough. And he deals with that and he brings you into where you are. And one of my verses that gets misquoted a lot is, is one here, Isaiah 59, 19. It says, when the enemy comes in, and a lot of your Bibles, if you look at your Bibles, it's got the comma after like a flood. Mm -hmm. So it says, when the enemy comes in like a flood. So it sounds like it's the enemy right. who's coming in like a yeah. flood. You know, so you go, so when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit lifts up. But that's really not where it is. The, the original uh, uh, punctuation is when the enemy comes in. Like a flood, the spirit Amen. of the Lord will rise up a standard against him. So when the enemy comes in, it's like the spirit, like a flood, wow. he just goes boom, and he comes against him and knocks him out. So there's position and there's passion. Well, yeah, I can feel the passion and the energy yeah. of God's desire to help me. Isn't it I'm, good? Yeah, it's so good. And I don't, I don't know, but I, I feel that when I pray for people. Truth. You know, sometimes you know people who are going through something and yeah. you pray and you just you just feel that that almost that righteous anger, if you will, against something yeah. that's opposing True. the purpose of God. And I, I think that's exactly what yes. that is. It's just something upset inside Arr. of you that says, no, that cannot be. It's true. Right? You know, that's what we've been praying with Perry and Wilma and the family. And, and Wilma, she's coming through. I tell you, she's coming through. Amen. But I tell you, this whole thing, I'm just angry about, you know, sickness trying to attack her and the family. And they've had such a fabulous posture through this. But I, I just I just feel, I, I'm like, I feel... I feel rage against this whole thing. So you be in a rage in the spirit against this. And because, you know, we're not going to enemy ever steal from us in Jesus name. Right. So like a flood, the spirit is raising up a standard. And then the purpose of it is to this interesting word lambano is to take to oneself and also to remove. So it, there are two things happen there. It's a bringing to and a, and a pushing away. So uh, in Second Samuel uh, ten six it says, "Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you will prophesy, and you'll be turned into another man." I like that passage because it's about uh, Samuel talking to Saul, and he's saying you're going to come among the prophets, and when you do, something's going to happen. Wow. Like something is going to happen. And everybody saw it and they all said, oh my goodness, is is Saul now one of the prophets? Because something happened. You know, when the Spirit comes upon you, the Spirit coming upon you is a, is a phrase in the Old Covenant used a lot. But that phrase, when the Spirit came on, the power, presence, and anointing of God was manifest. But I love this phrase. It says, he was turned into another man. Wow. He was turned into another man. Prophesying, foreshadowing, a regeneration by the Holy Spirit. Right. And uh, just, just the, the noticeable demand monstrable fact that he became something else and the the holy spirit separate like i like what you said pushing and pulling it's yeah. like he's pulling him away from his weaknesses and limitations and taking him into yes. himself and just endowing him Boom. with his own power yeah and all of a sudden it wasn't about what what saul could do by himself all yeah. of a sudden his limitations weren't a limiting factor right so good turned into another man something wow. noticeable yeah. happens noticeable. turned into another man like if, if i stood in front of a train I would look different after the impact. And you know, when the Holy Spirit impacts you, something happens. 
I mean, when they looked at Jesus, Jesus calmed the storm and they said, what kind of man is this? So there's something different. Something unique. The Holy Spirit makes you look like a genius. The Holy Spirit empowers you. The Holy Spirit advantages you in every aspect of life. Another place the Spirit of the Lord came upon him was in uh, more use. The, that phrase is used more about Samson than any other character in the right. Bible. And Samson, it says, the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And I love this passage because he's got a, he's got a thousand Philistines coming to grab him and, and put him under arrest and put him in chains. It says he found a fresh jawbone. Do you know you got to find a fresh jawbone? A fresh one. Wow. Why do you need a fresh one? I don't know. I, can, I have no idea. I, I, I don't know either, but... I've never found one before. I know, me neither, but I was thinking if you found an old one, it might be brittle. All right, okay. And it, it might not be a great instrument, but a fresh one is is still fresh. It's, it's you know, you're able to do stuff with it, but if you swung a brittle one, maybe the teeth would all fall out and stuff. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm overthinking the whole thing. I don't, I don't know. know. But it says, it says fresh jawbone. Well, it's good to know. Yeah, I guess good to know. Maybe if I find one, I'll pick it if up and see what happens. If you're in that situation, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's good for you. A fresh jawbone of a donkey, hee-haw. And he reached out his hand and he took it and he killed a thousand men with it. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Wow. I mean, I know that's all messy and stuff, but you know what? The, the Lord empowers you. He empowers you against any enemy of your life, your soul, your spirit, your destiny. You know, and he'll empower you and he'll give you tools right there to bring out his purpose for you. So supernatural partnership, the things he does, there's intercession and intercession is the word hooper and tagano. Anyway, probably messed that one up, but it's a hooper is on behalf of, in and with and I love that word tagano means to hit the mark. So he comes alongside of you so that you're going to hit the mark. He intercedes, he's going to stand between between where you are and where you should be, and he's going to make sure that in your life, you hit the mark. It says, for all of sin and fallen short of the mark. They fell short of the mark, but boom, he's going to bring you in. He's going to do that. So there's groanings. I love this word. It's stenagmos, stenagmos, and stenagmos means to aspirate, to vent deep feelings. So the Holy Spirit, he'll come into the situation. He'll blow his top. Wow. Boom. Whoop. He's just going to snap, say, no way, man. The other one is searches, those three words. That word searches is where we get the word eureka, which is, I found it. I found it. And you know what? The Holy Spirit searches the deep things of God so that you find out who you are and you find all the revelation you need. In whatever situation, the Holy Spirit's going to search the deep, unfathomable things of God, and he's going to bring you the word that you need, the revelation you need in whatever season so that you can be successful. So I love it all, don't you? That's just a whole bunch of words talking about how he helps you, how the Holy Spirit comes alongside you, and he blesses you, and he enriches you. And I know in your small group with the young adults there, you guys can Kind of broke out on Friday night, so a little commercial for that. You guys had fun. We had a lot of fun. You had some ghost stories. We had some ghost stories. We, we were talking about, uh, we, we make a video that goes out on Monday night, and then uh, everybody watches it. We chat on Friday about it, and we broke off at the end of our conversation. And uh, yeah, we actually seeing people minister to each other, and, and words of knowledge, and prophecy, and, and Dan Holmes even had his wrist healed. He Isn't actually great? He actually took his bandage off and, uh, and showed everybody, Wowzers. and we saw things move and shape and he was able to do things and stuff that Come he couldn't on. do before like legit healing on on, oh, on and it a wasn't zoom meeting on zoom the holy spirit does zoom wow. he can zoom on there you just gotta 
come and engage. Hey, this is not a season to, to get bored and withdraw. This is a season to really engage. Plug into our small groups. We're right. expecting that God's going to speak to you and speak to us. You know, this week I wanted you to do something different as a kind of an activation. But one way God can speak to you is he'll speak to you through writing and, and journaling. And there's sometimes you just need to get the word, read something, meditate on something, but write down. And often I have found as I'm writing, I see the Lord speaking to me and I keep those things. I do my journaling on my phone, on my notes, and I keep notes. And there's different times he's journaled. And sometimes I've built a lot of the sermons out of times where I'm just encountering him and he's speaking to me. So I want you to this week, and I want you to talk about it in your Zoom meetings. I want you to talk about a time where you just took to be alone with the Lord and he spoke to you and I want you to share what you wrote down and because he's going to speak to you and there's times he'll speak to you through writing he'll do that there's so many different ways he can speak to you tell us about how you predominantly are hearing the voice of God because he's coming into your life he's speaking to you he's your helper he's your comforter he's bringing you into the full expression of all that you are in Christ Amen. Amen. Are you feeling the amen? I'm feeling the amen. I was thinking while you're saying that, Pastor, about I think it's Luke chapter 12, verse 3, where he says, you know, there's things that are said in the inner chamber that are going to get shouted from True. the rooftop. Yeah. I think this is a season where he speaks some things to us in our inner chamber that eventually, you know what, it's going to get shouted. It's true. There's just that whole thing, confirmation by two or more, where it says, Jesus says, go to your secret place. He says, in the secret place, what I reveal to you in the secret place, I will then reveal in public. So this is a time to get the desires of your heart realized and to get in the secret place. And in that secret place, God is going to speak. And those things that he speaks in secret, he will reveal them in public and manifest those things. So last verse, you ready? Romans 15, verse 13. Listen, there's no need to be in fear. There's no need to be concerned. There's no need to worry right now because God has you and the Holy Spirit is with you. He's making the difference in your experience and he's working on your behalf right now. We are blessed to have Holy Spirit spirit with us. So I love this, a little uh, salutation, a benediction from Paul. He said, now may the God of hope fill you. May the God of hope fill you. I mean, fill you to overflowing. May he fill you with what? With all joy, not a bit of joy, but may he fill you with all joy and peace in believing. As you're believing and as you're leaning in, as you're embracing him in your life, you're seeing that all joy comes and all peace comes. And how does it come? It's going to come to you and it's going to abound in hope and it's going to come by the power of Holy Spirit. So we pray that for you. Now listen, if you've never accepted Jesus, because it says in believing, there's something for you. It's a gift. And believing is how you unpack and receive that gift in your life. If you've never done that, I'd love you to do that right now. You can invite Jesus into your heart. You can invite that 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 peacekeeper, the peacemaker, the peace that passes understanding into your life right now. It's Jesus. And I'll tell you, it'll change you right now. Not just for the sweet by and by, but right now, heaven will invade your circumstances. So you can accept him right now. And you can know tangibly his joy and presence. So I'll pray for you right now. In Jesus' name, we receive Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, we receive the one who testifies that I am a child of God. So receive Jesus as your Savior and do it right now. Now, a couple instructions, too. We're going to go to the after-service, post-service folks, but I want to remind you that on our front page, on our webpage, you can click there, and there's people ready in prayer rooms. If you've heard this, you said, I want somebody to pray with me. I want someone to minister to me. You've got a concern. You need prayer. They're going to instruct you and guide you how to get to those prayer rooms today. And all the rest of you, come on. Let's get to the virtual lobby. I want to see your face, and I want to say hi. So we're going to let Pastor Zach, he's going to close in prayer. Are you ready? He's going to bless you. All right, Father, I thank you so much for everybody who's watching and listening right now. And I just, 
I thank you for Holy Spirit. I thank you for his ministry in each of our lives. And I pray that the tangible experience of the love of God being shed abroad in our hearts by thy Holy Spirit would be something real, something tangible in each of our lives this week. God, I pray that this week there would be uh, ridiculous stories of having heard your voice, that we would be surprised by hearing you, that the naturalness of it, but the supernatural glory of hearing the voice of God Almighty speaking to my spirit, that that would be a real experience for many, many people this week, and that we would have amazing stories and testimonies of how you're not only our friend, but our guide, our comforter, our paraclete. So we bless you, Father, and I bless everybody out there right now. In the name of Jesus, be blessed, be well, stay well in Jesus' name. Amen.